Hello, and welcome to the AI Casting Core podcast. This is a podcast where we take classic films and ponder who would be casting them if they were to be remade now. Or we will take more recent films and discuss who could have played the roles if the film had been made in decades gone by. To get these casting suggestions, we will put it to our AI overlords. I'm your host, Scott, and I'll be joined by my fellow film enthusiast, Rich. In this episode, we're going to talk about the 1978 super smash hit, Superman, the movie. Right, let's talk about Superman, the movie from 1978. You'll yes. believe a man can fly. Now, you like this film, don't you? Yes, it's my second favourite film of all time. I love it. So I love the score. I love the music. Actually, to be fair, I love the main theme. The rest of the score, I don't think I've ever really listened to. The score is probably my favourite film score of all time as well, <laughs> to be honest. It's definitely my favourite John Williams score. Yeah, mine's still Jurassic Park on that front. There, there's a surprise. <laughs> well, yeah. So Richard Donner's superhero film, and it was kind of a big deal in terms of like comic book films, wasn't it, at the time? Yeah. I mean, the special effects to make Superman fly were, you know, state-of-the-art, invented for the film, and they were so convincing, you know, for 1978. It was absolutely amazing. And you do, you know, the tagline was, you'll believe a man can fly, and you really did. Yeah. You know, because in the older Superman TV series, you, you could always tell it was really fake and, you know, shot behind a, a backlit screen or whatever they used to do. But, yeah, no, it, it's great. So, I saw this at the cinema earlier in the year, yeah. and I mean, I know you, I, you and I have such differing views on some of these films, and some of the films that you absolutely love, I'm, I'm there. I mean, I, I'm, I'm a bold man, and if I had hair, I'd be tearing it out. <laughs> I wasn't a huge fan of the film. Don't say that. <laughs> there were, there were things about it that I just. How did Lex know that Kryptonite A existed and B would have that kind of impact on him on Superman? How? I don't. I don't know. There are a few plot holes in it. <laughs> oh God, the, the, the plot holes are big enough. Superman could fly through the damn things. <laughs> the only thing he couldn't fly through was the so obvious miniature work at the end of the film. Yeah. I mean, Thunderbirds looked less miniature. Anyway, yeah. <laughs> I won't. I won't rip the film. I'll, I'll, it, it just. I, I came out of it, and it kind of baffled me on a few things. Like <laughs> these are some really obvious. I mean, I know Jurassic Park has its own problems, not necessarily from a story point of view, but certainly from a filmmaking perspective, there are so many continuity errors and. Yeah, there, there are a few, but you don't really notice them that much. But yeah, well, let's um, stick with Superman anyway. Yeah. <laughs> So, I asked ChatGPT to recast this film, and it gave me a whole bunch of suggestions. <laughs> and several of the characters that it gave me, the suggestions were essentially the cast of Man of Steel. Well yeah. done, ChatGPT. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you really put a lot of effort into that. So, I actually re-scoped what I was asking it, and I said to recast the film don't use anyone who has appeared in a comic book film already, which on the one hand sounds kind of limiting, 
on the other hand, it still ignored me and cast or gave a couple <laughs> of suggestions for people that have been in comic book films. So, you know. So let's start with the big one. The recently actually recast Superman. I can't remember the guy's name who's playing it in Superman Legacy. David Cornsweet. He's sure. in... Yeah, David Cornsweet, I think. Yeah, David Cornsweet. Fine. Most, most famous for being the guy in Pearl, which is the sequel to Ty West's X with Mia okay. Goth. He was he was in that, and I know you haven't seen it. I haven't. No, <laughs> it's a good film. Okay, so Superman and Clark Kent, obviously yes. played by Christopher Reeve in the original. I was thinking about this, and the two suggestions that it had originally given me were Henry Cavill and Chris Evans. Before I told it, you know, try again and try harder. Yeah. The thing is, Superman the actor doesn't have to be ripped. No. I mean, Christopher Reeve wasn't. I mean, well, I'm sure he, he was. I'm sure he was in good shape, but he was yeah. no Henry Cavill. Yeah, no, he was in very Evans. good shape. Yeah, yeah, exactly. He was in very good shape, but no well, one knew. Actually, what I would Henry consider the superhero body, which yeah. seems to be the norm for superhero films at the moment. Yeah, I mean, I mean where's, he, where's, where's Fat Man? Yeah, I mean, he Christopher Reeve was tall. I think he was like six foot four, something like that. So he was really tall. Mm. Um, but yeah, you're right with the, you know, the the bulking out of his muscles and everything. He wasn't, was nowhere near as big as, as Henry Cavill was. No. Anyway, the two suggestions that it's given us, one of them I've just realised we're going to have to try again unless we choose the first one. Okay. And you'll see why when I give it. So we have Richard Madden, who was in the BBC series The Bodyguard. He was also in Marvel's Eternals. So there's yeah. the first already been in a comic book film. Yeah, Game of Thrones. The other is Army Hammer. I don't like either of those choices, to be fair. <laughs> I mean, Army Hammer's like toxic poison to films right now. Yeah, and 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 I don't think Richard Madden has got that much charisma about him. Also, I've just realised he played Superman in Marvel's Eternals. Yes, yeah. I watched Eternals the other day and I was just like, yeah, this one was still really boring. <laughs> and he is basically Superman in that, so... Yeah, no, I'm I'm not keen on... Okay, so two more suggestions that he's given us are Sam Claflin. Oh, yeah. Or Garrett Headland. I recognise the name. I, I do not. Uh, <laughs> Who's Garrett, then? I have no idea. Hang on a minute. I do recognise his name, but I'm going to... Um... Well, he was in Tron Legacy, but that doesn't Oh, really yeah, help. yeah, yeah. No, he was the, the guy who played Sam in Tron Legacy. Yeah, I still don't know. The main I, character. I've seen, I've seen, yeah, 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 I've seen the yeah. film, but I saw it when it came out of the cinema. I don't think I've seen it since. Uh, I do know who Sam Claflin is. Yeah. At least he knows he won't die. That's a plus for him. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Sam Claflin, yeah, he's quite a good choice. I think he's a bit too blonde for Superman, so would have to dye his hair. That wouldn't be a problem. Wouldn't be a problem, but... I think that's quite an interesting choice. What about stealing James Car uh, James Gunn's cast off that he just um, that he just got rid of <laughs> and cast Nicholas Holt because he was I think he was second in James Gunn's 
top four list of actors to play Superman in the new film. So, and I, I know he's been in a superhero film already. I don't know. I mean, obviously James Gunn knows what he's doing, but I don't see Nicholas Holt as Superman. No. No. Mm, okay. okay. I don't know. Um, this is, well, it's an interesting and tough one, isn't it? This is going to be a really, really difficult one because, like, if it's taken James Gunn this long to cast his new Superman film, it's going to take us forever. <laughs> well, I've asked it for two more suggestions, and they're kind of interesting ones because, for a start, you know, they're not white. Okay. So it's given us Stephen Yoon, who yeah. was the... He was in... Nope. nope. Yeah. And the zombie series, Walking Dead. Mm-hmm. Or John Boyega. John Boyega. I'd love to see him as Superman. <laughs> Stealing Idris Elba's I'm Black Superman mantra. Yeah. <laughs> I think John Boyega would be quite good fun as Superman. And, like, he's about the right age as well for, you know, he's, like, mid-30s or whatever. Yeah. Let's go completely left field and finally have a black Superman. Coy, and you think Twitter would like you for that? They would probably, well, some would, some some wouldn't. <laughs> Next up is Lois Lane. Now, she was played by... Margot Kidder. Margot Kidder. The, yeah, she was be- played by Margot Kidder. beautiful Margot Kidder, yeah. It's kind of a weird role in the film because it never actually, to me, it never actually felt like Lois was all that important. Obviously, I know he saved her a couple of times, but I kind of grew up on Lois and Superman mm-hmm. on BBC on Saturday evenings, where she's like yeah. a core part of the story, whereas she wasn't in the film or wasn't like central. Yeah, but don't forget, this was like an origin movie, wasn't it? it was so... Oh, I, I know, I know. It just. She does play a, a bigger part in Superman 2. You know, with the, the with the girlfriend and all that kind of thing going on. Mm, um, so, like the first one is is the origin film. It's introducing all the characters, even though like you know they've been around in comic books forever. But yeah, I get what you mean with that. I get what you mean. So the two choices that we've been given are a bit different from each other. We've got Lily Collins and Rachel McAdams. <laughs> you know who I'm going to pick, and that name was right in my head. <laughs> That name is always in your head. <laughs> it was. I was literally just thinking, Rachel McAdams would be a really nice super, um Lois Lane. <laughs> so you, you don't want to discuss Lily Collins? Uh, no, Rachel okay. McAdams. <laughs> Fine. I'm going to cast her in every film that I can. <laughs> yeah, all right. <laughs> okay, so let's move on then, because clearly we're done with Lois Lane. Okay, <laughs> that was easy. So Lex Luthor, played by Gene Hackman in the original, mm-hmm. played with scene-chewing ability from... He's marvellous, isn't it? He's brilliant. He's he's menacing, he's funny, he's... Yeah, brilliant. I love him. Also able to determine things about Superman that no one could possibly know. Obviously, yeah, but he is, he is a, a, a genius yeah, mastermind. Yeah, he's yeah. A, he's a, it's a criminal mastermind. He knows everything. <laughs> yeah, including what goes on on other planets. Yeah. <laughs> so Gene Hackman obviously needs no introduction as to who he is. Now, the two suggestions 
They're interesting. I really like the first one. The second one is another one of those. He's already been in a comic book film. Mm-hmm. So we've got Matthew McFadden. Yeah. And Pedro Pascal. Mm. See, Pedro Pascal played the, the megalomaniac, megalomaniac bad guy in Wonder Woman 84, and I thought he was a bit rubbish in that. And he was also Apocalypse in he, X-Men Apocalypse. Oh, no, was. it wasn't. That was Oscar Isaac. That was yeah. Oscar Isaac. Yeah. But you're right, he was still in Wonder Woman 84. Yeah, and I didn't think he was that great in it, to be fair. Matthew McFadden, I think, could be could be a really interesting one. If you've yeah. if you've seen Succession, you'll know he can play a bit of a bastard. No, I haven't seen Succession because somebody said that pretty much everybody in that series are bastards, <laughs> and they kind are. of get me off it a little bit. <laughs> I oh, like to that's, have a, that's the joy of it. That's the joy of it. I like to have at least one likable character in a TV show that I'm watching. <laughs> yeah. Matthew McFadden, yeah. Especially if he was willing to shave his head. Yeah, yeah, definitely. I mean, let's face it, Supergirl got the uh, got John Cryer, who was best known for Two and a Half Men for the better part of a what over a decade. Yeah, and they managed to turn him into a convincing supervillain. So yeah, they did. He was really good in that. So I'm sure they could do the same with Matthew McFadden. Yeah, I kind of like that idea. Yeah, would have to ask him if he'd be willing to shave his head, but. I think, well, um, I mean, you say that, but then Gene Hackman didn't. True, yeah. I think even at the end it was a bold cap. Yeah, I'm, I'm just looking at Matthew McFedden now, and I'm thinking, yeah, he he would be a really good Lex Luthor, I think. I can see it. I can see it. Also, I think we might have been pronouncing his name wrong. It might not be Matthew McFadden, it might be Matthew McFadden. Oh, I'm sure he won't mind. Based on how it's it. spelt. I've always yeah. said Matthew McFadden. Yeah, me too. I no, me too. It was my... Okay, should we go with uh, we'll go with Matthew McFadden, Fadgen, yeah. Fadgen, yeah, the guy from Succession. Yes. Okay, next we have Jarrell, who was Superman's father on Krypton, yes. played almost boredly by uh, Marlon Brando. Yeah, he he did turn up and do twenty minutes worth of work for you know. About two and a half million dollars. Um, I think he was the highest, the highest paid member of the cast, who'd done the least work. <laughs> it's like all the preparation work he put into playing the Godfather. He was like, "Yeah, I've done my time on that. I'm just going to phone this one in." Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, Gerald played by Marlon Brando. So the two suggestions we've got are a bit. I mean, they're very much not Marlon Brando, but I also think they might also be a bit young, maybe. Mm-hmm. Uh, Jude Law and Mahershala Ali. Mm, that, he would fit with Superman being black. He would. And both of those have already been in comic book films, kind of. Well, technically, Mahershala Ali hasn't yet. Yeah, yeah, he he will be though at some point if it ever gets made. <laughs> He's been a voice so far. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I think he would be quite a good fit, to be honest, because. Jorel doesn't have to be a certain age. He doesn't no. have to be an old man. He could be a young man. You know, he he's just a father sending his son off billions of years, light years away into space. Yeah. So yeah, he can be he could be any age. So I think he would be a really good, really good choice. Okay, we'll go with Mahershala. Yeah, yeah, I like that. 
Okay, now we come to Clark's parents. So Martha Kent, I'm. Am I even going to look up who played her? No, I'm not going to look up who played her in the original because she was in it for five minutes. Well, yeah, she was in it for a little bit longer than that. Yeah. So the two choices that we've got for Martha, Martha, are Frances McDormand and Julianne Moore. I think Frances McDormand would be great. I love her, and she's got that. She's got the Kansas mother kind of look about her as well. Yeah, and she's also she can also be a very no nonsense character. Yeah, actor. yeah, I think she would be a really good fit. That's a, a bit of genius casting, I think. Okay, so Jonathan Kent, Superman's dad. Yeah, it's managed to give us some suggestions that aren't Robin Hood. So that's wow. Good. Yeah. For anyone not getting that joke. A Man of Steel, his father on Kryptonite was played by Russell Crowe, who was Robin Hood, and his dad on Earth was played by Kevin Costner, who was Robin Hood. Robin Hood, (laughs) yeah. That's Man of Steel. Jonathan Kent, again, I'm not looking up who played him in the original because he was in it for all of five minutes. In fact, he was in it for less than five minutes because he was in it less than Martha. The, Martha. The, the late, the late great Glenn Ford played Pa Kent. So, what yeah. was he in? He was in the original Police Story TV series, The Battle of Midway, lots of like old classic westerns and stuff like that. Glad I asked. Yeah. <laughs> so the two suggestions that we've been given. Now this one I'm going to make you choose quickly because... Okay. Sorry, Superman, but... Your dad's a nothing character in this film. <laughs> okay. So we've got Sam Rockwell or Joel Edgerton. I'm inclined to say no to Joel Edgerton because it's the same role he played in Star Wars. Yeah, and I think Sam Rockwell would be a better fit with Francis McDormand as well. I see. I don't think I I, I don't think either of those two choices would go with Francis McDormand because she is. Much older than them. So okay, and um, so maybe a, somebody a little bit older than those two. Okay, two suggestions. I'm not going to bother reading one. I'm just going to give you the second one because I think that's the one. Okay. Ethan Hawke. Yeah, he could pull that off. He could be. He, I mean, like, yeah, like I said, he's only going to be in it for like five, ten minutes at the most. Yeah. Ethan Hawke, turn up, have a heart attack, bugger off. Yeah. Yeah, I like the idea of that. And, you know, it's nice to see him in films as well. Okay, cool. Yeah, we'll do that. Now, this has given us three characters that I wasn't necessarily going to bring up, but I'm going to. I'm feeling kind. And mm-hmm. that's General Zod, Ursa, and Non. Is that yes. his name? Non? Yes, Non, yes. Yeah, the three um the How three much effort criminals. did you put into naming this character? Non? <laughs> None, yeah. The, the three criminals of Krypton. Now, the two suggestions for General Zod. Again, I, I'm gonna. I was gonna say I'm gonna make you choose quickly on these ones, but okay. I actually don't know who the first one is for General Zod. So the two suggestions are you, Ewan or Ian, Ewan probably Ewan Rian. Oh yeah. I W A N. Yeah. He's um, in Game of Thrones, apparently. Yes. Yeah. He oh yeah I I like him he's he's quite a quite a bastard in Game of Thrones and I think he would be quite a good fit for General Zod. 
You want to go with him? The other one was Chiwetel Ejiofor. Yeah, no, let's stick with him because he okay. he is he is an utter bastard in Game of Thrones. Fine. Yeah, yeah. Next we have Ursa. So we've got Gwendolyn Christie or Eva Green. Gwendolyn Christie. I mean, I kind of I kind of feel Gwendolyn Christie's more likely to kick the crap out of you than. Eva yeah, Green. but that's the thing about Kryptonians. They they don't have to be massive to kick the crap out of you because you know they've got their super strength. But we. I like the idea of Eva Green a bit more, to be honest. Okay, fine. Yeah, yeah. Last but non least. Non. Non. Non was the muscle. He was the big guy. Oh, really? Then why is it giving us these two suggestions? <laughs> I don't know who it's given to. <sighs> Alexander Skarsgård. Oh, he, yeah. He might work, actually, because he was um, the Norseman, wasn't he? Norseman. Yeah, yeah. Norseman, yeah. He was huge in that. Yeah, well, he's a much better suggestion than David Tennant. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, my God. Yeah, no, I can't even see that happening, to be honest. <laughs> That's tickled me. Okay, brother, it is. <laughs> yeah. One of the Sarsgaard Alexander Skarsgård. Alexander Skarsgård, yeah. There's, there's so many of them, I can, I can never keep up. All I ever remember is Bill is Pennywise. Yes, yeah. <laughs> All the other brothers are interchangeable. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, he would be a good choice for non. Okay, definitely. fine. We'll go with him. Yeah. So now we come to the last two characters. Well, actually, three characters. You're going to make me want to do the soundtrack, aren't you? No, no, no. You've got Perry oh, no. White, okay. yeah. you've got Otis, and you've got um, Jimmy Olsen. Well, um, Perry White and Jimmy Olsen were next. Yeah. So, who, who <laughs> um, was Otis? Otis, Ned Beatty, was, was um, Lex Luthor's sidekick, wasn't he? Whose sidekick? Lex Luthor's sidekick. Oh. Otis. God. Yeah. <laughs> the the bumbling fool. Yeah, I forgot about him. Yeah. <laughs> right, so Perry White. Right, Perry White. So, we have Perry White, who in the original was played by Jackie Cooper. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I've got nothing. Yeah. <laughs> he looks like an old man. Jackie Cooper is another one of those famous uh, 60s and 70s actors. Like, he was in loads and loads and loads of stuff. Yeah, he was in Murder, She Wrote. Yeah, Rockford Files. So the two, the two that it's given us kind of feels very similar to the casting in Man of Steel, where they had Lawrence Fishburne as Perry White. Yes. So we've and the other is it's definitely not the same as Man of Steel. So we have Forrest Whitaker. Yeah. And Hugh Laurie. Hmm. He came up last week as well, didn't he? Um, he came up in was it Mission Impossible he was in? Yeah. Can you see him as a newspaper editor? I mean I can see Hugh Laurie as anything. Yeah, <laughs> I think yeah, I think Forrest Whitaker would be a little bit too similar to Lance Fishburne in Man of Steel. And also, I think he's probably maybe a bit too softly spoken. Yeah. If you think of Perry White in all of his iterations, oh, yeah. whether it's Superman the movie, Man of Steel, or Lois and Clark, yeah. he was always a shouty sort of. Yeah, loud. he's he's the DC version of J. Jonah Jameson from Spider Man, isn't he? Really? Yeah. Oh, we could always we, we no, could always cast. No, no. 
Why not? No. <laughs> okay, we'll, we'll stick with you, Laurie, then. Okay. I'd love to have no. him in one of no. our films. No, no, I didn't no. say in this oh. one. But... Okay, fine. <laughs> I'm sure he'll pop up at some point. Yeah, he will be. Okay, so next we have Jimmy Olsen, the yeah. Peter Parker, the staff photographer of the Daily Planet. Yeah. So in the original, he was played by Mark McClure. Mm-hmm. And I'm looking at his IMDb picture, and I'm like, I don't recognise him. Well, of course I don't, because it's 50 bloody years ago, isn't it? Yeah, but he's Martin McFly's brother in Back to the Future. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so he is. Yeah. <laughs> He's mm. been in loads, loads of stuff. He's been in Smallville. He's loads oh, he's of even other... been in Zack Snyder's Justice League. Yeah, he was in Justice League as well. Yeah. Uh, so, weirdly, he was in Justice League, the Joss Whedon version, and Zack Snyder's one, and he was two different characters in both. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's just weird. <laughs> That's very, yeah. <laughs> I think it was just more of a passing cameo in both, but... Yeah, it's it's funny. It's funny that he he plays two different characters in what's technically the same film but different. (laughs) Okay, so for Jimmy Olsen, who's meant to be this young, almost like a trainee, I guess, isn't he? Yeah, yeah. So the two suggestions we've got are Asa Butterfield and Nick Robinson. So Asa Butterfield is well known now from Sex Education. He was also in Hugo, the Martin Scorsese film, and he was also in uh, Ender's Game. Yes. Nick Robinson, the only, oh, he was in Love, Simon and Jurassic World. Mm-hmm. Those are the only two films I can remember that he's been in. Yeah, I've not seen him in much apart from Jurassic World. So which one of those two? I... Ace of Butterfield definitely kind of has a more wet-behind-the-ears look to yeah. him from, like, an intern perspective. Yeah, but I, I was also maybe thinking Tom Holland. I know he's Spider-Man, but... So I literally said he's the Peter Parker of the singer, and your suggestion <laughs> is to go for an actor who played Peter Parker. <laughs> You've subliminally... You've... It's not just ChatGPT that's not trying very hard, is it? You, you've subliminally... Um, subliminally swayed my my brain into that direction. <laughs> no, I don't think we should go for Tom Holland. No, because he's <laughs> he, he's a bit like Timothy Chalamet. He's cast in everything that needs someone who needs to be young looking and got a baby face. And no, yeah. we're not casting Timmy Chalamet either. Okay, yeah, we'll we'll go with Asa Butterfield then. Okay. <laughs> I don't know why I got Tom Holland in my head. It, was, it must have been as soon as you said Peter Parker. I was like, yeah, he's a photographer. <laughs> okay, so last up we have Otis, who I am reliably informed 10 minutes ago that he is Lex Luthor's sidekick. He's the one yeah. who... He accidentally leads Superman... To, or no, he deliberately leads Superman yeah. to Lex's underground lair. I have a name in my head for this, but we'll see who... ChatGPT comes up with. Well, I'll tell you one thing. Whoever you've got in your head is not who ChatGPT has come up with. It, it won't be. No, I can tell you it won't be. <laughs> so the two suggestions that it's, it's got are, I mean, they are so wildly different. They, It's like chalk and cheese. Yeah. Danny McBride 
or mm-hmm. Nick Offerman? Yeah, see, I was thinking of Jack Black. Yeah. I, I'm not a big fan of Danny McBride, to be honest. I tell you who else might be quite good. Seth Rogen, just putting it out there. Seth Rogen could, you know, he he could play like a, a bumbling fool. And he doesn't have to be like a certain age either. So I've asked him for two more suggestions. Yeah. And it's given Jack McBrayer, who is in no 30 is. Rock. I I had no idea who he is, but I did a quick Google search and I recognise him. Right, and okay. He is in like 30 Rock. But also there could be a more interesting suggestion is Charlie Day. From the Fast Show? No. <laughs> Charlie Day was the voice of Luigi in the Super Mario Brothers. He's in It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia. He's the one that, oh. you know you know the meme picture where someone's got like yeah, this yeah. whole like board full of like connecting strings and all of that and he's like going. Is yeah, him? yeah, I, I recognise him now. Yeah, that could be a really good choice. That could be a really, really good choice, actually. Like, I don't know much about him apart from... He was also in Horrible Bosses. Yeah, and I've only seen that once when it first came out, so I think that's due a rewatch at some point. But, yeah, no, I kind of like that. I kind of like that choice. Okay. I know I said Jack Black, but I do find Jack Black a little bit annoying sometimes. It depends on, like, what kind of film he's in. And how Jack Black he is. (laughs) And how Jack Black he is, yeah, exactly. Like, <laughs> yeah, Charlie Day. I like that idea. Okay. Yeah. Okay, let's have a quick recap. So, the big one, Superman. Sorry, James. Gun. We've gone with John Boyega. Yes. Take that. Yes, I like that idea a lot. Lois Lane, we've gone with Rachel McAdams. Yep. In a seemingly no-brainer decision. I'm going to cast you in everything, everything that we do from now on. <laughs> Note for listeners, we will not. <laughs> uh, Lex Luthor, we're going to go with uh, Matthew McFadden. Fadian? Faden? Yes, yeah. The guy from Succession. I think that's just yeah. how I'm going to keep calling him. Yeah. Jarrell, we've gone with Mahershala Ali. Yes. Martha Kent. Martha. We've gone with Francis McDormand. Yeah. Perry White, Hugh Laurie. Yes. Jimmy Olsen, Asa Butterfield. Yep. General Zod is Ewan, Ian, Ewan. Let's go with Ewan. Ewan Rian. Yep. Um, from Game of Thrones. Ursa, we've gone with... Did we go with Eva Green in the end? Uh, we did. Okay. Eva Green. Non, Alexander Skarsgård. Yes. Jonathan Kent, we went for... Ethan Hawke. Ethan Hawke, yeah. And Otis, we went for Charlie Day. Yes. Oh, guess who we have missed out? Are you going to tell me Superman's mum? Uh, oh, no. his girlfriend. No, uh, Lex Luthor's girlfriend. Yeah, Miss Tessmarker. Yeah. Oh, she is in there. And I'll be honest, I saw her name and I was like, I don't know who that is. <laughs> All right, we'll, do, we'll, we'll quickly do her. We'll quickly do her. Yeah. So okay. the two suggestions we have there are Amanda Seyfried and Jessica Chastain. And if you want to tell me it's not Amanda Seyfried, then you and I have issues. I I, I literally had her name in my head. I don't know why, but like <laughs> I literally had her name in my head. I think she would be perfect. So we'll definitely we'll we'll go for her because I don't think you're going to bow down on that one, are you? <laughs> no. 
<laughs> no, I, think, I just think, I, I just think character-wise, I think she would be much better than Jessica Chastain. Oh God, yes, yes. I think Jessica Chastain is a little bit overrated. I mean, she's not a bad actress; she's a wonderful actress. But I don't know. There's just uh, there's just something about her that I find really hard to place. Okay. But we, yeah, with that kind of character, Amanda Seyfried was is definitely top of the list for me. Okay. We'll go with her. But I think I think I think all three of us had a, the same idea at the same time. So yeah, brilliant. Oh no, I didn't have Amanda Seyfried as an idea. I just saw her. Oh, you did. Oh, I just, thought you did. No, 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 no. I just saw her name and was just like, "Yep, yeah, that's perfect for the role." Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes, definitely perfect. Well, okay, happy cool. days then. If you agree with any of those choices or you disagree. Let us know in some of the comments on our socials. We are on Instagram at AI Casting Call Pod, and we are on Twitter, AI Casting Call. Let us know what you think, and we will see you next time. Superman.